It's the show where the topics are topical, but not typical. This is Atypically Topical with Mindy and Josh. Yes, welcome back to Atypically Topical. I'm Mindy. And I'm Josh. I'm just going to let it slide and not be bothered by it. Um, (laughs) While Prince drinks loudly. (laughs) Immediately Prince starts drinking water. (laughs) Do you want to be honest? He's had a rough day, I think. We had a, a very interesting day. You want to tell yeah. them what happened? Yeah, so um, <laughs> I was at um, an elementary school today, and I was testing a kid, and as I was leaving, uh, there was a cop at the door, because there was a guy with a rifle, it was a whole thing, but anyways, <laughs> everyone's okay, but um, but the, there was this dog outside, and the cop was like, oh yeah, that dog, he's been out here, he's really friendly, and so I went, I petted him, and then I was like, I can't. I can't leave him out here, yeah. so I took him, and um, I was like, he was in my car, and I was working on writing reports in my car while he was next to me until mm-hmm. until Josh came and picked him up. And yeah, you just called me and were like, um, I, "Are you busy? I need you to come over here." I'm like, <laughs> "What happened?" And then you just said, "Someone needs to take this dog because it was like what three o'clock or something. Like you still had a while before yeah. you were going to be able to get out and do anything." Mm-hmm. So then I went and drove over there and took him to the vet, and he wasn't chipped, unfortunately, so we don't know who he belongs to. But he's super cute, so now... He's a very chill dog. Yeah. He's been sleeping <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Right now, he is sleeping as we record in the other room, like, in... And Prince is staring at him. Yeah. I think that's why Prince is trying to act up. He started drinking right when we <laughs> recorded. So if you hear any uh, dog sounds, it's probably one of them, but um, hopefully they'll be good. Right now, he's, like, totally passed out. Yeah. So, yeah, we're still deciding what we're going to do with him. Um, we'll have to talk about it. This is his first night. We'll see how he is in his crate or something. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, yeah, that was our day. And now we're um, uh, we're joined by... Um, there's no transition here because no. we're talking about fighting. It has nothing to do with dogs. But <laughs> <laughs> our topic this week is fighting, and I wanted to have... This is what the third sister I've had on the, on the show. Yeah, I'm just gonna go through. Yeah, because um, Candy and Danielle have been on. Uh, yeah. Candy's been on a couple times, I think. Um, so I have my sister Ruby. So welcome, Ruby. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. And uh, I, you know, we were trying to think of what you could um, talk about, and I I do vaguely remember a story that you had because um, all of us pretty much. <clears throat> In the family have been in karate, strangely enough, at some point. I remember. Yeah, and you too. I got a black belt. Yeah. So technically yeah. a uh, weapon, right? <laughs> yes. Is that what it is? Oh. I got a black belt too. Oh, yeah. Both yeah. weapons. Yeah. I know. I don't know what I'm doing. I got up to like a green. Well, when I was doing it, they started, they kept adding more. more and belts. you were like yeah. eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That> too. <laughs> I think I was like in, yeah, I was like fourth or fifth grade or something during that time. But then, like they we would get, young. yeah, they would charge every time you get a new belt, and then they were adding colors. Like I was like, it would have been at least brown, <laughs> maybe. yeah, <laughs> turquoise, um, yeah. And then you Wait, have to is get chartreuse like a pink color. Now that I think about it, I don't know. What is chartreuse? <laughs> Nobody here knows. No clue. Okay, so I know. I just know it's a fancy name of a color. Yeah. Um, Sounds so, like it would be pink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't imagine chartreuse being like a blackish or something. <laughs> Watch me look it up later and it's going to be... Oh, I don't even know how to spell a it. A light shade of black. <laughs> I, th- I think it's it's like chart and then... You want to look it up? Yeah. <laughs> like chart, chart and, then and then E-U... <laughs> chart and then... Uh, charts, wait. Oh, no. 
Don't know. Yeah, chart and then maybe. Yeah, oh. there you go. A chartreuse. Now I'm saying it weird. Chartreuse. Oh, it looks like it's a. Uh, oh. Oh, maybe yeah, so it's like yellow like, like I said. Yellow, like. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Yeah, it's like a oh. chartreuse. It's like an olive color. Olive yeah. Yellow color. I'm sure this is fascinating for everybody. <laughs> Talking about a color on an audio podcast. Anyways, let's get back on topic here. Um, so yeah, I I know you got to a black belt, and then like um, I know Perrin, your son Perrin got. Yes, he, he, was, he has a black belt. He has a black belt also, and he has a actually he's got a second degree black belt. Oh, nice. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he got his second degree black belt when I got my black belt. Okay. Do you know like what um, what age around what age he was when he started? Um, he started, I know he was in middle school. Yeah, he's 16 now, but he got it, he got his second degree, oh, I guess when I got my black belt, which was the year, so 2015. Okay. Yeah, so. So like three years ago. Yeah, I ask this because he's involved in your your story, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much central to it. So yeah, the reason I I wanted her on this one is because there's I, and I don't remember the detail. That's why I want to I wanna have you on that show. And, I'll, and I'm not sure Mindy knows much about it. No. I just... And Danielle's not, like, the biggest person. And why by big, I mean that at all. So, <laughs> so seeing her, like... Wait, picture, Ruby, you mean? Ruby, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, trying to picture her fighting is not... Yeah. It's hard for me. It's hard for you. Because she's, it's like... Fun. <laughs> she's, she's small so. she, was, she was scrappy she had a she had a special move you're I like did. A, you're like a chihuahua <laughs> exactly. yeah. so yeah please if you want to give us some background into it and, and get into what happened uh, yeah I mean the, the the backstory might actually be longer than the actual fight okay. itself <laughs> to mm-hmm. be honest with you but um well so the backstory is is that I was at, when I was taking taekwondo it was with my son parents so we were in class together all the time and there was this one girl who she was like at the time she was 19 20 years old so kind of young um she was a little hothead so mm-hmm. and she was bigger than me of course she was taller she was very um like like uh muscular you know mm-hmm. like she had strength and the thing that scared me about her the most is like <laughs> whenever we would do the punching bags when she would kick the bag, oh, it yeah. was so loud, uh-huh. like so loud that I would, I was so scared to fight her. Like, there's no way I want to fight this girl. And she would always fight like really hard because mm-hmm. she's just like, she's a hothead, you know, she yeah. wanted to show off all the time. Mm-hmm, of course. Um, so I never wanted to fight her, but there was going to come a time and we were in the same class actually. So we were both going for the black belt at the same time at this point. Yeah. Um, she also worked there. So she helped train the kids and stuff. So right, and she was like around like age, like she was like around your age, right? Or like no, 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 she a lot younger. A lot younger. Oh Oh, yeah, she's she's like like around eighteen or nineteen. Oh okay. Yeah. Um. But then, how old were you? Oh, this was just like not too long ago. I was I was probably like thirty. Three, thirty-four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like a big Forgot age that difference. She was that, yeah. Yeah. That young. At the like time. she had just graduated. That's right. You know, high school. Yeah. Um, she had been out of high school for like a year or yeah. two. I can't remember exactly, but she was real young. Um, so anyway, th- we were having a training exercise where, um, basically we had to like spar. You know, yeah. uh, spar others, and when she was when she would spar the kids, like she would spar them really hard. 
And it would kind of upset me because I'm like, you know, you don't need to go that hard. Like, you don't need to hit them that hard. You mm-hmm. know, like, she, like kids were crying after they fought her. Well, mm-hmm. one time. <laughs> she, yeah, take it easy. Charlotte. Yeah, exactly. It's like, anyway, so one time Not she Ronda was fighting. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're literally fighting kids that are half right. your age. So Yeah, you give them like a little tap. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah, you know, exactly. Maybe hit them a little hard sometimes, yeah. but yeah. But no, yeah. like one one of day course. she was just going like really hard and she was fighting Perrin. And I was just standing back watching. Like <laughs> I was also in line sparring. I was standing back watching and he he kind of like turned around and, you know, covered his face and she just started hitting him over the head, like top of the head, right. like over and over and over and over. And... um so I was like starting to get really irritated, you know, and I'm like, well, I can't do anything. So um, she did it to Isabella and Christian, like all three of right, them, you know. Are, like, those are Candy's kids. So um, Isabella before. was crying, you know. Yeah. So um, after that, I uh, I told, you know, our instructor, Mr. Saldivar, you know, that I didn't like what was happening, that I thought she was going too hard or whatever. And she came over and, like, tried to apologize. And I was real heated. So yeah. I was like, you know, you, I don't think you want to come talk to me right now. And she was like, okay. So after that, it was kind of tense. It was real tense between me and I her for a long that. time. And the reason why we never sparred each other is because we were in the same level. So we were always in class together sparring other people, oh, okay. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think after, after, after that day, Mr. Saldivar kind of saw the tension. And he's like, well, you know, um, he didn't really... He didn't want us to fight together. Um, so then finally, like months and months and months later, and it's kind of weird because I almost feel like people were, uh, what do you call it? What's the word I'm thinking of when they're like expect, not expecting, but um, like anticipating, uh, anticipating. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, or kind of like anticipating, anticipating. Well, you even went that day. Yeah. Didn't you go? Cause you were like, like, Oh, a pay-per-view <laughs> cause you didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> exactly. Cause it was like, Oh, there's a chance that I'm going to get to fight her, you know? And I, like all the family, a lot of the family went. Yeah, that. that's right. Like almost everyone went. And then, so, uh, so it came time for us to start sparring. And of course she was like, I mean, this is why I say the fight was so fast. You know, she's just, the thing I had over her is that I was very fast. Mm-hmm. And her, it's just because like... you're little. Exactly. Her, it's like, I'm going to take my time to cock this punch as hard as I can. Yeah. But it's like, well, I can avoid that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's really hard to describe the fight because it was so short. I just remember, <laughs> like, her trying to do a couple of things mm-hmm. and me just punching her in the face. <laughs> you know, I was, I was pretty upset. Like, I couldn't yeah. wait to fight her, too. Right. Like, I knew that I was going to go hard. So, and it's like, whenever she, she, she tried to punch me and it was so slow that she had her face like pretty much yeah, in exposed. my face. Yeah. Very exposed. And I was already going for it. So I hit her in the nose and then she kind of like shakes it off and I could tell like she was kind of, you know, knocked back. Dazed, like, yeah. Dazed. And I was like, are you okay? And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, let's keep going. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Blood just starts splurting down her yeah. nose and I was like hey you're bleeding and she was like no I'm not oh. and she like runs uh-huh. to the bathroom and I didn't really see her after that like she yeah. like she she. I don't know if she left or whatnot. but after that like the fight was over like within did seconds did you even see her leave? Like, no I didn't even oh. see her leave you know they had to go clean up the mat <laughs> <Blood>. <laughs> like they had to stop everything and go clean up the mat you know we just kept you know we kept going with class and 
um, after class, Mr. Saldivar came up to me, my instructor, you know, and he kind of was like, I could tell he was like giggling. And <laughs> he's like, well, I guess you got your revenge, you know, <laughs> mama bear. And I was like, hey, man. <laughs> I was just, I mean, if she wants to play rough with the kids, you know, I can play rough too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I didn't see her for like days after that. And then uh, she finally came in one day. And she had both eyes were like black eyes. <laughs> and um, I didn't, I, I think it was Danielle or maybe Brenda who told me that like she came in the day after when I didn't go uh-huh. and she was like, her nose was like huge. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh really? There's no like way that I did stuff. that. Why but, would yeah. you even go? I know, the next day. I'm not sure. Maybe I guess because, I mean, she worked there. Maybe she oh, had to. Maybe she went right. and kind of like. But like your nose is huge. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, yeah, I think that, I think she only went for that one day and then went back. Oh no, they maybe let her go home. Like, hey, maybe you should ice that for a few days and it's come like, back you later. Look terrible, go home. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you still got to work, even if your nose is huge. I guess. And you know, every single time I sparred her, he didn't let it. Didn't, he didn't let us spar for a long time after that, yeah. like a year. Oh wow. Um, that was literally the only fight we ever had. Like it lasted seconds. <laughs> and then after that, we finally got to spar again, and. It's like after we sparred a few times, it, I got to the point where I wasn't really that scared of her anymore. So yeah. I'm like, as long as I can dodge her, right. I'm fine. Like she did like, a, a few hits on me, yeah. and yeah, they hurt. They hurt. <laughs> but I mean, I've gotten like kicked by a guy before, so that was definitely worse. But yeah. I, I was lucky that she was, I think, so hot headed, <laughs> you know, that it it really slowed her down. Yeah. Like it really did. Like because she just took so much time to put so much force right. behind her kick. I remember or her punch. Yeah, so I like, can see that a mile away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's my fight story. So I, <laughs> yeah, you I, heard I was. That, right? I think I've heard like the first part, mm-hmm. but I don't. I didn't think I heard about like the nose. And then both eyes <laughs> yeah, black eyes. Yeah. yeah, you must have gotten her a good couple of times for both of the eyes to be. <laughs> yeah, it was like just that. a really, I mean, I feel like it was kind of a lucky punch, but yeah. I definitely had some force behind it. It might I have just... also been how, you know, how forceful she's coming at you. Exactly. Your fist coming back at her. She's right. like kind of helping you punch her. Yeah, face. that's how I always explained it. I was like, she helped me. Yeah. She like, she, she threw her face <laughs> yeah, into, into my, my fist, face. you know. <laughs> that's going to be some man's defense one day. <laughs> what? She threw her face into my face. <laughs> yeah, right. Ow. Um, <laughs> wow, yeah. That, that is, uh, yeah, that's why I wanted her to tell that, because I remember parts of it. So, I mean, it was a while back, and I don't have I mean, I wish it could have been more of a, like, eventful fight, <laughs> right. like, which I thought it was going to be, but it, it wasn't at all. I, I remember her throwing a couple of things and the first time I even tried to hit her, it, it ended perfectly. It's like those pay-per-views like, yes. that you get for like $99 and then it's like Over a the first, first round. round knockout and you're like, wow, this should you're be like, something. Oh, okay. Some <laughs> refund for that. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, yeah, definitely was a good fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of good fights in that, so in that class <laughs> yeah I, I went to a couple just to watch because i was like over karate by that point but <laughs> it still was fun to watch have you have you sparred before mindy or yeah yeah a few times were you good at it or um yeah there was just one time there was a kid that was bigger than me um and he was a higher belt than me and i wasn't that good <laughs> oh no yeah yeah yeah. he punched me in the stomach <laughs> oh <laughs> he will punch me in the stomach yeah, and oh, then, yeah, like, I couldn't, 
and I couldn't breathe. Yeah, yeah. So, me too. But then, like, after, like, a minute, like, I was okay, and my, and then, like, I started, like, wailing on him, like, I was pissed, oh, yeah. and, like, I was about to punch him, like, hard in the face, but then my trainer told me to stop, and I stopped. <laughs> I was like, if you win this round. Yeah. <laughs> and we're actually not supposed to punch in the face, and I, and I didn't mean to punch yeah. in the face, I was it trying to get her, uh, in the side, yeah, we're supposed to hit her in the side of the Prince, head. Uh-oh. you are disrupting, With yeah, the puppy update, is he peeing, or what's he doing? Looks like he might be puking. Uh oh. <laughs> okay, anyways. Sorry about that. We just had a mishap. The puppy started puking. <laughs> He's been really good, though, so he. Speaking he, about pu- getting punched in the gut. <laughs> I know, right? He just, like, puked in a, in a room, so we had to take a quick time out, but we're back. Um, and he's hiccuping. Yeah, now he has the hiccups, hiccups just like you always get, like almost every night. <laughs> Prince keeps walking around still, like uh, making as, yeah as much noise as possible. Um, but yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say I I kicked this one kid in the stomach once when we were sparring, and I remember him like like it, it like knocked the wind out of him. Yeah, it's not fun. That's how yeah. Houdini died. Yeah. Oh yeah. They just mentioned that, um, I think on a podcast I was listening to, that like he, he dared people to punch him in the gut. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. he wouldn't like, react, but and then this would, guy like this, was like... He wasn't ready this one time? Yeah, because this guy was like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude, like hey, sucker punch hey, him. hey, man, turn around. <laughs> it's like... Uh, like Gabby. <laughs> yeah, well, Brenda, Brenda caught it on, on video, Gibo punching me in the... Or did he punch me or did he kick me? I think it <laughs> I was a he... kick. Or was it a kick or a punch? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, he hit you. I don't know. I, he hit me in the stomach in really the stomach. hard, and it yeah. did not do it under me. I had to stop. We'll have to ask him. He probably remembers. <laughs> well, Brenda has it on video. Oh yeah, that's him. <laughs> and then, like right after that, I got him. When we when we went back to the fight, I got him with my special move, which was mm. the spinning back fist. That's right. I was going to mention <laughs> that her spinning back fist was was pretty uh, legendary. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that story. That was. Uh, very entertaining. It's like a, a score one for the moms, right? Exactly. Yeah. Unless <laughs> with moms. Don't yeah. yeah, don't beat up children when their moms are just standing there watching. <laughs> even if they can't, for you know, just run up time. to you and uh bear rush you like I wanted to, mm-hmm. they got their eye on you. Yeah. <laughs> and whenever they have the chance, we gonna pounce. <laughs> we gonna pounce. We gonna pounce on that. <laughs> and you say, Remember that time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My poor little child was helpless. How's your nose feel now? (laughs) Uh, All right, good stuff. All right, Mindy, Uh, you're up next. (laughs) Oh my God, Prince! (laughs) Prince is doing every noise possible. Okay, yes, I'm gonna look at back at twenty two thirty. Because they got like super quiet. (laughs) Okay, in case you guys are wondering what happened, Prince just farted right next to me, and. He does that pretty often, but I'm sure he does it more, but we just don't hear it because we're usually talking. That was straight up in the silence. Prince. Oh, look at that face. Always act up, man. It wasn't you. Okay, 2230. We'll we'll go back to that. Um, But anyways, on that note, Mindy, let's hear about your fight story from the past. Okay, so just for your reference... It's going to take place during World War II. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's about this Japanese dude. His name is Hiro Odonda. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So it's Onoda? His, Onoda, my bad. So this is his story. So Hiro's about 20 years old when he's called to do- join the army. And in the Japanese army, he was trained as an officer, and then he was chosen to be trained at the Imperial Army Intelligence School, where he was taught to gather intelligence and learn how to contact um, guerrilla warfare. Okay. So then on December 17th of 1944, uh, Lieutenant uh, Hiro left the to the Philippines to join the Sugi Brigade. Um, he was ordered to lead the Lubang uh, garrison in guerrilla warfare. The division commander ordered, quote, you are absolutely forbidden to die by your own hand. It may take three years, it may take five years, but whatever happens, we'll come back for you. Until then, so long as you have one soldier, you are to continue to lead them. You may have to live on coconuts, and if that's the case, live on coconuts. Under no circumstances are you to give up your life voluntarily. Okay, so he's basically just saying no surrender and don't kill yourself, something like that. Yeah, because that's <laughs> kind of like how the Japanese were back in World War Two. Right. Like, um, very, like, loyal and not wanting to be killed by the enemy. Or right, else. okay. So, so once on the island of Lubang... Um, Hero was supposed to blow up a pier at a harbor and, and destroy the Lubang airfield. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, the garrison commanders, who were worried about other matters, decided to not help him in his mission, and soon the island was overrun by allies. So, not good for him, good yeah. for our. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. America. America. <laughs> um, <laughs> the remaining Japanese soldiers which included him, retreated to the inner regions of the island and split into groups. As the group swelled in size after, sev- uh, after several attacks, the remaining soldiers split into cells of three to four people. So now he's like... He's get- part of a smaller group. A group, okay. yeah. And so um, they lived very close together and only had few few supplies, which include the clothing that were we- they were wearing, a small amount of rice... And each had a gun with limited ammunition. It's like Survivor. Without <laughs> guns. In the middle of a war. Yeah. And they had immunity challenges. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> rationing the rice is difficult and costs fights, but they supplemented it with coconuts and bananas. So, oh, just at like, least they had bananas. I don't think they had that on Survivor. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Coconuts so. and plenty, rice. Coconuts and rice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> plenty of uh, potassium. Fish. Yeah. Um, so, once, every once in a while, they were able to kill a civilian's cow for food, so. A civilian? That's messed up. Yeah. Well, because they were in the Philippines, so it's not Japan. So, um, so, a hero first saw a leaflet that claimed that the world, the war was over in October 1945, which, and it read, the war ended on August 15th, come down for the mountains. Which, and it had really had happened. Like, right. I read when you said that, I was like, something's fishy here. <laughs> like, they're just trying to trick him. Mm-hmm. They decided the leaflet must be a clever ruse by the Allied propagandists. Yeah, smart. This went on for 30 years. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. <laughs> they, they, like, they sent... stayed there that long? Mm-hmm. The, the, the Japanese government sent out, like, pamphlets. Like, they would, like, play audio of, like, his family members saying, like, hey... Come back, please. The war is over. <laughs> but then every single time he was like, "Nope, that's not real. We we gotta keep fighting." He's still waiting Dang. for them to come get him, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they were told. Yeah, Man, that's dedication. Right mm-hmm. So, in very ni- loyal. <laughs> mm-hmm. In 1974, a college dropout named 
Norisio uh, Suzuki. Close, Nori- yeah, Norio. Nor- Norio. Uh, <laughs> decided to travel to the Philippines. He told his friends that he was going to search for Lieutenant um, Hiro Anoda, a panda, and a bottomless snowman. <laughs> I, I, kind of a joke, yeah, because, joke yeah. like, he was, like, very like, loose. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I want to okay. find him, like, yeah. whatever. Um, so he found him, and he tried to convince him that the war was over, but he, but, um, Hero explained that he would only surrender if his commander ordered him to do so. So he traveled back to Japan and <laughs> found his former commander, uh, Major uh, Tinegushi. Tamagotchi? And- no, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> And then the major was like, um, that was 30 years ago, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I forgot so, about that guy. About that guy. Oh, crap. So, um, <laughs> so on March 9th, 1974, they both traveled to meet Hero at a pre-appointed place. And the major read the orders that stated that all combat activity was to be ceased. He was really <laughs> shocked at first, disbelievingly, but it, and it took some time for the news to sink in. Um. So it was finally over. Yeah, it was finally over, and he went back to Japan. Um, so during the time, the 30 years that he was on this island, um, he and his men killed at least 30 Filipinos and wounded approximately 100 others. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. And I'm guessing that because, like, they thought they were still at war, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, they, they, never, they never went back and got him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But what they like sent all this shit in. They were like, "Hey, yeah. it's over." <laughs> yeah, but they were they listened to the rules. Yeah, they, like they said, "We'll come get you." Well, sometimes so. you shouldn't follow by the rules. You're <laughs> stuck in the island for thirty years. Yeah, it's... I mean, after a few years go by, yeah. <laughs> like maybe I should go check on. Them. <laughs> That's like a whole almost uh, of my lifetimes is just being on that island. <laughs> uh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. It's crazy. Um. So after formally uh, surrendering to the Fil- to the Philippine president Fernand Marcos, Marcos pardoned him for his crimes while hiding because I guess they were yeah. like you thought you were at war. Right. It's cool. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool that you killed thirty That's of cool, us. I guess. Yeah, it's don't worry about the injured hundred of us. Right. When Hero reached Japan, he was held a hero because they were like, "Yeah, you didn't give up on us even even though we lost, <laughs> and you didn't listen no. for like thirty yeah. years, but whatever." Yeah. You're cool. Um, so he actually just bought a ranch and moved to Brazil because I guess like th- after 30 years, he was like, this is in Japan I remember. I'm going to go to Brazil. Brazil has ranches? <laughs> yeah. You can have, every, everywhere can have ranches for like Antarctica or something. <laughs> okay, it's true. It's like perfect weather in Brazil. Yeah. Um, I just never hear about a Brazilian ranch. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, where do you think you get the cows from? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Anyways, so then in uh, um, 1984, um, him and his new, his new wife moved back to Japan and found a nature camp for kids. Exactly. And then on Thursday, January 16th of 2014, he died at the mm. age of 91. Wow. Oh, 91. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Anytime so, you make it past like 80, it's like... So. Bonus time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because the life expectancy is like 70-something. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Or actually, isn't it 60 now? Well, it, like, like especially in Japan, it's a lot higher. Yeah, I was right. going to say. Uh, it like, gets lower here. It's mm-hmm. getting lower here. 
Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. We all do dumb stuff. Yeah, in Japan, as of 2016, <laughs> it's about 84. Wow. And then U.S. is like 79. Oh, 79? I thought it was yeah. more than that. India is 68. <laughs> I don't know why I laughed at that. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, Hiro, Hiro Anoda? No, Hiro. It's just Hiro. Did it say how it's pronounced? It's probably, yeah, in it's... Japanese, it's probably an, uh, pronounced Iro. Oh, okay. Because it's H-I-R-O-O. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's two O's? Yeah, that's why I'm like, Iro? Oh, you'd have to ask Zach then. Well, because <laughs> he knows, Jap- Japan, he knows Japanese. podcast about, about it. Oh, and, and they were saying oh. Hiro. They were saying Hiro. Oh, yeah. so I was like, what podcast was that one? Um, the, um, oh, um, the one we listened to. The dollop? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the dollop is like a, they, it's kind of similar to what we do, but they just read one long form history, um, oh, okay. story, and then one of them knows it and the other one just reacts to it. Oh, then, cool. But they're both like comedians. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We're not professional. Comedians. Yeah, we're not professional. <laughs> we um, just think we're Nor funny. do we claim to be. Yeah. Um, all right, very cool. So, yeah. So, if you, um. Yeah, I, I never, I never heard of um, that guy at all. So, yeah, considering, yeah, he, yeah, he was there for thirty years. I feel like Iru. I would have heard. Yeah, and I Iru. thought, I thought this was a good story because he like, because our topic was fighting, and I was like, he literally fought for thirty years for no reason. Right. Yeah, for real. So, well, yeah. for loyalty. For loyalty, <laughs> I guess. All right, and since we're talking about fighting, um, for once I can actually stay on topic because um, obviously Florida is a lot of that. <laughs> So let's get into questioning Florida. Okay, so clearly it wasn't hard to find one uh, this week. Um, plenty of fighting goes plenty on of in Florida. Fighting happens in Florida, probably every minute of every day. Over a parking spot, <laughs> uh-huh. or uh, much less. Because what kind of meth? Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> get the quality. Anyways, uh, so. <laughs> All right. The headline's always the my favorite part, and then I'll read about what happened. <laughs> this is from January seventh of this year, so this is very recent. As of oh, yesterday, yeah, or two days ago. <laughs> as of no, today, days, yeah. no, it was two days ago. As of the recording, it was two days ago, but it'll be about a week when this comes. Oh out. yeah. Florida man hits dad in face with pizza <laughs> after learning he helped deliver him. Police say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, deliver him? It's like he helped him, like. Birth him? Yes. Okay. Like deliver him when he was born. <laughs> I don't understand at all, right? <laughs> Wait a minute. I does this have to do with the story about the? Well, just read it actually. Okay. I wonder. Wait, if there's it... a story related. <laughs> well, I remember reading a story about this guy who was like he was a. <sighs> well, remember this is two days ago that this came out, so it probably just happened this week. Yeah, which is like the way you said the headline is weird because I remember hearing a story about someone who was like a pizza delivery person went to deliver, or he the pizza delivery guy went to deliver pizza to this lady. The lady like recognized him and said that she helped like deliver him or something. Oh, that might be a different one then. So I was like, is this like the same guy? And now he now he slapped his dad with a pizza while he was delivering <laughs> it's it, or he's on, on a pizza face slapping tour. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> So this was <laughs> yeah you would be, you wouldn't mind getting I'd be stuff. like ah. you'd try to catch it yeah. <laughs> right. Homer in the it's in not the, right here Homer in the spaceship <laughs> catching all the potato chips. Oh, yeah. So this was in Holiday, Florida, a Florida man who found out his father helped deliver him when he was born inexplicably smashed hot pizza in the older man's face <laughs> upon learning the news. Police officials said because of surprise. 
He was mad that <laughs> he, was he like, helped oh, deliver shit. him. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I didn't even read the full. I mean, like, I, I wanted to keep some of it as a surprise to react. But <laughs> Robert Thomas Houston, 33, of Holiday, is charged with domestic battery. Uh, he remained in the county jail Monday in lieu of a $150 bond. Um, the chef, de- uh, the sheriff's deputies, I said chefs cause I'm thinking about pizza, <laughs> were called Thursday to the Houston family's home. This is in, wait. No, his last oh, okay. name is Houston. Houston. I was like, what? This is in Houston? I did the whole thing wrong. <laughs> Where they found a slice on a, a pizza on a chair and cheese and sauce strewn around the room. This must have been a very greasy piece. <laughs> Sounds like someone bro- got broken. <laughs> yeah. According to an arrest report obtained by the news stations, uh, Houston's father told the deputies that his son became angry after learning he'd helped deliver him in 1985. Like, still you no- saw my mom's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> my mom. Or your wives. So, still no explanation so far. The man oh, said that he'd so gone confused. for a walk with his dogs as his son waited on the porch for pizza to be delivered. When he returned from the walk, his son held him down in a chair, smashing the pizza in his face and screaming at him. The victim, okay, so then uh, this is a quote. The victim began to flail around, trying to get the defendant off of him, at which which point the defendant went outside and awaited law enforcement. The responding deputies found Houston waiting for them. Uh, The deputy wrote in his report, he walked up to me and turned around, putting his hands behind his back, saying he knows I'm not going to take, uh, he knows I'm going to take him to jail. It was not known why the news surrounding his birth upset Houston, the station reported. Two family members present at the time of the attack corroborated the father's statements. And um, jail records indicate Tuesday is Houston's 34th birthday. So he had a birthday coming up, but I don't know what that has to do with anything. Um, I mean, that was the day of his birth. Yeah, but why would he... <laughs> Still, that is none of this explains why he threw a piece of, <laughs> slice of pizza. Yeah, that's super weird. Any, like, any theories? <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like he was mad about it. <laughs> yeah, but... Like, yeah, because he saw his mom's vagina. <laughs> that, okay, that's your theory, I guess. Yeah, that's my theory. I mean, he's 33, though, so he's past that point, yeah. <laughs> you know? I have no, I don't even, this is too out there for me to even mention, <laughs> unless, I guess. I mean, unless he was like, just a It just seems like a waste of minute. a pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> true. Unless it's Little Because he really was 33 and just found out how the birds and the bees were. Yeah, and he right? was like, He's what? Like, oh, deliver. <laughs> There's no storks. <clears throat> it's crazy. Yeah, so that's uh, Robert Thomas Houston, everybody. Yes. Do not take well, he didn't stop him with an alligator, so... <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that w- that's probably going to be tomorrow, next week's... <laughs> it's a little improvement to Florida's, <clears throat> there have been some Florida's alligator, headlines. Alligator stories, and there will be more in the future. It's not quite a fight, but it's a, it's a slap. It's a slap. Slap in the face. It's definitely, a f- I mean, a fight. It's a violent act. Yeah. It's a violent act. <laughs> All right, so um, now let's get into the, um, the fan favorite segment. Spot the fake, and I'm going to need you to go ahead and look that way because I have it on, yeah. Okay. So, um... I'm just looking at Prince and how weird he's sitting right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting like a human. Don't fart again, Prince. We're about to do spot the fake. You seem kind of bored. <laughs> yeah. It's because he can't hear the awesome sounds. But he doesn't have a headset on. Okay. So for this edition of Spot the Fake, it's going to be the the standard four choices. Okay. I don't want you to sneak a peek. Sorry, so you're looking sorry. left. You're just used to looking at over here. It's okay. <laughs> um, 
so what I'll do is I'll, I found on Bleacher Report, mm-hmm. there was a pro wrestling's 50 worst slash stupidest ring names of all time. Oh, God. So, like, dumb wrestler names, basically. I, I don't, I've never watched the wrestling. That's why I'm hoping to get you here. <laughs> Ruby might I only know. watched yeah, it for, like, when we did a, little a little bit. bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. I got into it for, like, maybe like, eight months, and then I was like, okay. I never got into it at all. <laughs> but I got I was, really, I into, really it into it when I got into it. Time. And it's because, yeah, they were into it for yeah, a long for time. Sure. I That's finally got I... sucked in. Yeah, the only <laughs> then I got back out. The only exposure I have to wrestling is because one of my friends, he'll, like, send me, like, Snapchats of, like, yeah. wrestling matches and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, do you, you, not, you know me. I don't watch wrestling. Yeah, you're like, I don't care about this. Why do you keep sending me snaps? I still Anyways. appreciate it, though, because he's my friend. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Um, I'm going to give you four names, um, and then I'll give you some time to think. You're going to tell me which one of these I made up. Spot, okay. You're going to spot the fake one. Okay. So um, I'll just read them in no particular order. Okay. Um, or is there a particular order? <laughs> that's for you to decide. All right. One, Justin Credible. Like Justin Credible. <laughs> B, or, or one B. <laughs> Number two, Big Dick Johnson. <laughs> There, remember, there's a there's a testing kit. It's this is real mm-hmm. to test like kids' IQ and achievement skills or whatever. It's called the Woodcock Johnson. That's funny. I didn't know Johnson was like a term for a penis until like I think Josh brought it up. He was like, "Oh, Woodcock Johnson." I was like, yeah, "It's like that's three that's names funny. for penis. like from Wayne's like on but Wayne's they, world." They <laughs> are very credible Johnson. researchers and very smart and should yeah. be respected. But yes, it's three names for a penis. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> okay, so it was one just incredible, two Big Dick Johnson. Okay, three Victorious, <laughs> four Beaver Cleavage. <laughs> so think about those. Number uh, one is just incredible. Two is Big Dick Johnson. Three is Victorious. Four is Beaver Cleavage. <laughs> and um, if you think you know which one's fake, go ahead and put a thumbs up if you have a guess. So um, you remember which number yours are? Yeah. One. Is, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One just incredible. Two Big Dick Johnson. Three Victorious. Four Beaver Cleavage. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say three, two, one, and then you just put up the number of fingers, okay? Okay. Three, two, one. Okay, so Ruby says uh, Victor Eus, right? And yes. Mindy says Big Dick Johnson? Yeah. Okay, let me start with some of the um, actual real ones. ECW thought they were clever by naming Peter Polacco just incredible, but the play <laughs> on words is more ridiculous than it is entertaining. Yeah. The problem with this now, this is from the Bleacher article. Is now you have a wrestler whose name is Credible. <laughs> so he's a trustworthy source of information. That's not the best last name we've seen. All right, next one that's real. One of the WWE's worst missteps, Charles Warrington went nowhere with the career, uh, the career-killing gimmick and name he ended up with of Beaver Cleavage. He's now only remembered as a laughing stock. I don't know if you remember this, Ruby, but I do. He's, he's currently performing under the ring name Mosh. As one half of the tag team, the Headbangers. Do I do remember, remember the Mosh Headbangers. And Thrasher, they would wear oh, kilts and yes. they had like the paint. Yes. So he and apparently he's still wrestling. He's like forty in his forties and stuff. But um, that's funny. All right. So then, sure. this is gonna decide which one of you is correct. 
Wrestler Chris DeJoseph's alter ego, who luckily only appeared sporadically, was Big Dick Johnson. Damn it. I was going to say hers, too. I was going to say that, but then I, I, I just changed it at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, Ruby, I, as our guest, you were successful in spotting yes, the thing. Is there anything, is there any particular reason that made you, or you just kind of... I feel like stupid? the other... <laughs> No, not too stupid. Just uh, it didn't roll off the tongue as easy. And usually, when yeah. you're a performer, you want it, you know. And the other, like Big Dick Johnson, I feel like I've heard before. Oh, okay. And I, f- and I feel like I I had heard um, uh, just incredible, but oh, okay. Beaver Cleavage. <laughs> that was a toss. Really, yeah, that really did seem like a fake one too. But I could really see it being something. So it was it's not every talking. day you're deciding between Beaver Cleavage and Victorious. Uh, I would have never guessed I'm a guy to, to be Beaver named Beaver Cleavage. Beaver cleavage, cleavage. Like, do beavers have cleavages? What was his, what was his real name? Um, I the light. Oh, um, the actual guy's real name? Yeah, because you say that his... Yeah, um, Char- uh, Charles, Charles Warrington. Warrington. Yeah, I don't know him. I, oh, I, it was a gimmick. So I wonder what the whole gimmick was. <laughs> God, I don't like... want to know. <laughs> How do you even, like, um, show that visually? That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, so that's um, yeah, that's our segment we do every week. Interesting. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I always enjoy coming up with like we've done like <laughs> fake band names or oh, nice. you know, fake whatever, and I try to fool. I, I need to do an updated score because for the first maybe fifteen it was like ten to five her, and then mm-hmm. I've made up some ground, but I don't know where we are at this yeah. point. Yeah, we have guests <laughs> that come in and 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 guests also. So good job, Ruby. Yay! All right, let's move on to my main <laughs> story, and I know that Ruby is familiar with this. Um, I'm kind of curious as which one I am. Um, and I know Zach would have been if he came over, but he, he wanted to, to rest. All right, so I'm going to be talking about something that happened in 2004 called The Malice yes. at the Palace of Auburn Hills. Mm. Ruby, you know what this is, right? Yes. So, That's where a lot of my hatred for some players started. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so just a little bit of, of background on you know what happened. On November 19, 2004, at the end of a blowout between the Indiana Pacers and the Detroit Pistons, the unthinkable happened. This is from an uprocks.com article. A skirmish on the floor between Ron Artest and Ben Wallace carried over into the stands. What uh, followed was arguably the ugliest incident in sports history as fans and players traded punches in what was ultimately known as the Malice at the Palace. Um, Okay. Steven Jackson, Jermaine O'Neal, and Ron Artest served lengthy suspensions and paid hefty fines as a result of the incident, several fans received probation, community service, and were banned from the palace for life. So, wait, is the palace the it's a so stadium? The, yeah, they, the, that's what they call like their the stadium. used to play at a at a place called the Palace of Auburn Hills. Okay. That was it's like our AT and T Okay, yeah, you gotta explain this to me because I don't. Yeah, know <laughs> sorry. Basketball. Yeah, it does sound like some kind of palace. There was some kind of oh, yeah, attack right. on the palace. <laughs> Like Aladdin. so, we're yeah. I was gonna say like something like Indian. It's like lavish. <laughs> NBA yeah. players just like rush the palace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So feeding you grapes and shit. So I'm about to play a clip for you guys. Um, we're all familiar with it, like the ones that actually saw it. But Mindy, you have to see. Uh, I'll play some of this um, just so you can kind of see what was. This going shit on. is crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> I feel like I want to play it so much of it because like it's it's. Just insane. So at this point, there's 51 seconds in a blowout. Like, Pacers are about to win. There's no chance for the Pistons to come Yeah, because right now, 
it's Indiana ninety seven Detroit. 82. It's yeah. not close. Yeah, and there's, there's less, less than a minute left yeah. in the game. And, so. you know, Detroit was already... I, I, the, the game's been a little chippy. So um, let's just listen in on, on what happens. And I'll, I'll post the clip on our Facebook after that way whoever wants to see it. I'm sure um, you'd want to see it after listening to this crazy audio. Five starters and double figures. The Patriots have played a very intelligent game tonight. And Wallace was fouled. And Wallace did... Oh! Wallace! Right at our test. This has potential to be serious if they don't get between. Wallace upset. Players trying to hold each other off. Steven Jackson will see Wallace trying to be peacemaker. Got Jackson yelling. Wallace kind of just um, going at it, like after that hard like foul. Like pushing and shoving. Like I've seen that before. Yeah. Oh, okay. and they're and right now they're they're by the sideline, so like the, all teams are involved. There's coaches, there's bench players, and there's Prince leaving. Yeah. <laughs> the coaches in there to get him away. Jackson challenging Derek Coleman. Somebody should just get Jackson out of it. It was possible. The problem is mm-hmm. one of the players, Stephen Jackson, is known to be kind of love hate. And, and, yeah. <laughs> He, he, we loved him as Spurs fans because he helped a lot with the 2003 championship, but this was a year after and he just went back to his thug ways, just like, they, they, I don't know if you heard, but one of the commentators was like, look at Steven Jackson, like, it's just ridiculous. He was squaring up, like, he was like, this is why I hated Steven Jackson. Yeah, he he was just like trying to square up and like ready to fight. Yeah. Wallace is Jackson, I'm not sure. So right, and, and then, then right here, someone yeah. throws a cup at Ron Artest as he's on the bench. One of the fans. Ron, yeah, one of the fans throws a cup, and this is where it gets crazy. Mm-hmm. He'd have to walk past the Pacer bench to go. Now Artest has jumped over the scorer's table oh, and he's trying to get down to the bench. <laughs> Artest is in the stands. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's just yeah, fucking nuts. Steven Jackson comes in and throws a haymaker at some fan. Oh, my God. He's like, just... The stands. <laughs> the security trying to somehow restore order. I mean, number one, fuck that fan. But yeah. number two, he did not deserve to get double teamed by two athletes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, banned from the palace, okay. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Everybody that did anything. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Because that's very upsetting, too. Everyone's, everyone's heated. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Lana Tessie's laying down. Not that I like the guy. I hate him, too. Metal World Peace. Another fight. It's a fan on the court. It's a fan on the court. This is very, very dangerous. God, his like jersey's like yeah. Yeah. He's blood on the floor. Ronald Chest has a look in his eye that's very scary right now. Yeah, they're throwing bottles on the court. Everybody's throwing good drinks. So it's like there's a coach with all this liquid on his back. Steven Jackson is. Reggie Miller. Yeah. It's like I don't even know why they haven't been able to at least clear the players off the floor right now. <laughs> yeah. But I guess it's because technically the game's still in. And there's a little bit more as they're leaving. You can see them throwing like full like, cups of something now. I watch the player that's going to the bench and stands on the right side. Yeah, like that's oh, yeah. messed up right there. Hey. And it says what a disgraceful showing by the Pistons fans. It really is. It really though. is. Like yeah. all of them, like so many of them just went crazy. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, so that that happened. And for like no reason. Yeah, it was just a hard foul. The game was about to be over. Everybody just go home. Like it's that hard shove. Just yeah, I guess there was some uh, animosity already building up to that moment. But yeah, it was a very costly and it was a huge blemish on the entire league mm-hmm. for years. Because I mean, you, and went, you and people are like the Eagles fans. <laughs> they, Santa. they give equals a hard time for throwing batteries. Like, like, I was going to say, don't you throw batteries? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they did in the past. They Hopefully did. they've gotten over that phase in their lives. We'll see if they uh, if it goes see how they badly. behave. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's Eagles fans in oh, New Orleans. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> um, going to be quite a fight. So expanding <laughs> on... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mindy and Zach are going to physically fight on Sunday. Yeah, so stay tuned for that result. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on that note, um, on that in that article, um, there, are, I just pulled some of these. It's called Ten Things You Didn't Know About the Malice of the Palace." I'd so, love to yeah. hear this. Um, I pulled just uh, maybe four of these that were okay. most interesting. Cool. Number one, uh, Derek Coleman to Stephen Jackson. Derek Coleman was a six ten Pistons uh, bench player, big dude. Oh. Center. We spoke with Matt Derry, who served as the sports director for the Pistons flagship station at the time. He was sitting courtside when the brawl occurred and offered up this amazing anecdote. While Artest and Wallace went toe-to-toe at midcourt, Stephen Jackson began taunting the Pistons bench. In the video, yeah, you can see him drawing with Richard Hamilton and Lindsey Hunter at one point, and he started shadow boxing like an idiot. Oh my god, of course. At the end of the Pistons bench stood 6'10 Derek Coleman, who was winding down his career in Detroit. He wasn't a guy you messed with. He wasn't a guy who said, hold me back during a fight. If he said something, he meant it, and he was serious. As Jackson continued to taunt players, Coleman finally stepped in and calmly told him, I'll kill you. I will kill you. So that's something that happened in the fight. Yeah. Not threatening at all. <laughs> right. 6'10", black dude. Yeah. All right, number... Oh, wait. Uh, Derry says he could hear Coleman loud and clear from his position. Wow. Nothing, of course, came of that altercation because moments later, that's when the cup oh, hit our test. And so all he hell got broke distracted. Loose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Stephen Dawson was like, oh, I'm going to go over here. <laughs> yeah. He knew what was good for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number two, Pacers radio play-by-play man Mark Boyle broke five vertebrae after Ooh. getting trampled barred by our test. Ugh. When Artest tried to separate himself from the fight on the court, he wandered over to the scorer's table, put a headset on to speak with Pacers play-by-play man Mark Boyle. His mic was off for obvious reasons, but it appeared as if he was having a conversation with Boyle. So that's why he was like laying on the table, I guess. He was, he was doing that. That's when the cup came flying in. Here's Boyle describing the scene. So this is the man that broke yeah, his vertebrae. Instinctively or reflexively, I did step up and Ronnie trampled right over me. Dang. I fractured five vertebrae. The thing I laugh about now is my wife says to me, if you could have stopped Ronnie from going into the stands, none of this would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's a like wife. like if you're doing your job. Right? Uh, that's like, I'm not security. He's, yeah, he's got to stop this, like, what, 200 and something know, pound right? man. So then he said to his wife, well, Jesus, if I could have stopped Ron from going into the stands, I would be playing in the NFL. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was going to say, yeah, he'd be out on the court. That's <laughs> so a good response. Or playing in NFL. So, yeah, and that's uh, another unfortunate part of this. Five vertebrae, man. Yikes. All right, number three. Tim Donaghy was one of the refs that night. If you're not familiar, 
I'm, I'm sure Mindy. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> he, he was a disgraced ref who served 15 months in a federal prison for gambling on games. I remember yeah, that guy. Yeah, that's oh, yes. Yeah, and then that's... he wrote a book about it. And everything. I was going to say, we, uh, we Wait, watched so... the doc on it. Mm-hmm. There's a documentary about it. Wait, he he did... gambled on games like as, I think... But, they, was, but he was okay with the documentary, or was it just like a random documentary? Well, it was after it he was, was after already caught and served all his time yeah. and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was way after. Yeah. It's worth noting that Donaghy had several run-ins with Pistons forward Rashid Wallace before, including mm-hmm. an incident where Wallace confronted him on a loading dock following a Ooh, game in 2003. That's scary. I know. Rashid's big. Rashid is big, too. He ser- Rashid Wallace served a seven-game suspension as a result of that incident. Dang. So, yeah, he was apparently the third official that night, so it's another tidbit. And then uh, we'll go out on this fact. So, number four, one fan tried to sue Jermaine O'Neal. Charlie Haddad was one of the fans who ran onto the court to confront the Pacers players like an idiot. He's the guy in the video who he took He gave a... up his rights then? Exactly. Mm-hmm. He He's the guy in the video. Yeah, it's like you're trying to assault somebody if they... Well, you're not allowed on the court, and, uh, so you're too. violating I mean, that already yeah, for your safety. Of, so Yeah, there's a lot of things wrong with this. Yeah. He's the guy in the video who took a wild running haymaker from Jermaine O'Neal. <laughs> so he got punched. <laughs> Wait. So, so he got hit. He his. got onto the court, and, and Jermaine O'Neal, one of the players, punched him. You know the haymaker is? Yeah, haymaker. Just kind of what she gave Gabby. Uh, yeah. Oh, in the face. Yeah. yeah. So he got his. He got hit, yeah. <laughs> her dad tried to sue O'Neal, claiming he suffered serious injuries as a result of the punch. Oh, well, what do you expect? <laughs> I know. Including <laughs> migraines and memory loss. I know you go after a professional NBA player. That's like me going like against like... uh for, O'Neal. Like, <laughs> Seriously. Or like Zach Ertz. Like, hey, Zach Ertz, what's up? Yeah, like, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna yeah. come rush you. Well, you need to be someone that you don't like. It's you going after uh, Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott. Yeah, there you go. And him punching you in the face and then doing a little serial eating motion, <laughs> and then you trying to sue him. It'd be the worst day of my life. Exactly. Shoot. Um, unfortunately for Haddad, he flew to Vegas less than 24 hours after the game and had a grand old time. So oh. he claimed he was having severe he was all like yeah, migraines and memory loss. Well, oh, but the he defense, was it up. Exactly. They presented <laughs> evidence that he flew to Vegas the day after and has been a regular visitor to to Vegas ever since. So Okay, so it'd be like on. if I if I went to Ezekiel Elliott, he punched me in the face. Did then, the, and did then, the scooping motion. Did the scooping <laughs> <laughs> Then and then I flew to Vegas. Yeah, was, the next day. The next day. We're parting it up. And partying with drinking. your busted up face and all the pictures, uh-huh. exactly. <laughs> and then, but you're having a great time. And then a couple of weeks later, I try to sue him. Exactly. Okay. So imagine how that would go for you. I imagine it would go great for me. <laughs> <laughs> you're cute. Well, it didn't go great for this guy. It was dismissed, and he got nothing. Uh-huh. Besides uh, a lifetime ban and, and a busted insurance. face, uh, busted face, some terrible. A great um, story, I guess. Yeah, a great, well, great in well, terms of like. Yeah. I mean, if, in entertaining. The way he, yeah, maybe the way he would tell. Yeah, it, like, I got to run like, onto the NBA court. Right. I ran onto. I attacked Jermaine O'Neal. <laughs> yeah. He punched me in the face. What's up? What's um, up? And then one little tidbit here at the end. Um, the Detroit Pistons actually went on to win the 2004 championship. They sure <laughs> did. So sometimes violence pays off, kids. I even wrote that in my notes because I didn't want to forget that. <laughs> Yay, violence! <laughs> Yay, violence! 
That's funny. Um, they weren't even considered like the bad boys of the Pistons. Yeah, they were, <laughs> Pistons had some bad boy errors. Like Lambeer, he punched someone on the court. Oh, well, he punched another player. Well, we all have our bad boy errors. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, but the Pistons were like, yeah, like infamous the, yeah. for it. They like, like the, the Jordan Bulls were like, would have issues like with them, you know, like just super crazy, like intense games where there's a lot of... Um, Very, like just overly aggressive. Yeah. Guys. Yeah, like if you if they if you they were known to like if you beat someone to the basket, there's someone else waiting to just foul you hard so you don't score mm-hmm. and make you earn them at, at the free throw line, or like so. try to like hurt you. Yeah, or just try to hurt, <laughs> close line you, injure you, either yeah. or. Spinning the back fist there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't really know any. I think I knew the suing Jermaine O'Neal one, but I didn't know any of the other ones. So this was pretty fascinating to me. This came out ten years after. It was like a ten year anniversary oh, of the yeah. Malice of the Palace. I didn't know any of them. Um, so, yeah, now you know a little bit about the worst day in NBA history, pretty much. Where Interesting. Fans and uh, See, I love players how, alike. I love we, how we Collided. had to, like, make it football terms for me to understand how severe it was. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, but and also you can see from the clips how crazy it was. Yeah. It, it, it just went on from there. That Just them escorting him. And they actually called the game with 45 seconds left, like, they called it like okay, no more. No, we well, don't I mean, what, what else no, are they going to do? Game's over. Yeah, what are y'all going to do? This. You're not going to score six. Half of your team is like ejected <laughs> right, now, right now, or in jail, or waiting <laughs> yeah. at a loading dock or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was the uh, malice of the Palace of Auburn Hills. Interesting. Yeah, it was it was a crazy night. So yeah, um, I think that that should probably do it. Ruby, thank you for awesome. being here. Yeah, thank you. Do you want to like uh, plug your Twitter or anything? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's probably what you're most active on. <laughs> I, yes, I am most active on Twitter. Um, what is my Twitter name? <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, Twitter, I know, but my, I don't never use it. I use mine a lot. I use mine though a lot to connect with my favorite band, Three Eleven. They are the oh, best yeah. band in the land. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know my Twitter handle is like that Three Eleven girl. Oh, okay, yeah, I think it's it's Ruby underscore Three Eleven underscore. There it is. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Ruby if you want to follow her. Yay, um, if you want to hear awesome random 311 lyrics <laughs> yeah. and some Trump hate every now and then. <laughs> right. <laughs> some pretty bad Trump hate. I'm sure down the road, um, maybe if we make it to 311 episodes, we'll do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or on March 11th, we can release one, a special bonus <laughs> edition like just that, for your... That would be awesome. It's, it's like that cute card for Spongebob where it's like three years later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for real. <laughs> We're on like, uh, this is 29. I don't know if I mentioned at the top of the show. We're on episode 29. Oh, nice. So. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're making progress. Very cool. <laughs> Thank you, Kanye. Very cool. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of Trump. Gay fish. <laughs> Anyways, um, again, thanks for being here. and um, Thanks for having me. Uh, we'll have you back, I'm sure, for... Another, for something. Yeah. For something uh, else that uh, you can chime in on. Cool. Or if not three years later when we do our 311. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be well, here for that 311 show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. All right. For now, let's go ahead and raise our glasses and go grab a refill. Okay, bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye. bye. children when their moms are just standing there watching.